0: hello everybody welcome to hanging out with howie tonight we're going to talk about that difficult guests we occasionally run into at events um they could be a danger to themselves to others to us as djs and our gear so these will be techniques for dealing with them and our opinions are in our opinions only so when I put this
1: out there, Eric jumped. He says, man, I got a lot of them. So <laughs> go for it, Eric. What do you got? All right. So back years ago, and I'm going to guess five or six years ago, I bought the facade, which a lot of people use now. But for me, it mm-hmm. wasn't just for the look of things. It was for right. protection of my gear. And it's one specific event that I can think of where this bridesmaid kept coming up and she kept, you know, she was holding her drink over my, my stuff. And I said, mm-hmm. look at lady. I said, if you spill that the events over night is over now, I like to kind of display my stuff. I've got nice gear. I like people to see it, but now that facade is, is like my goalie, keeps people back, keeps them out of the way. And more mm-hmm. importantly, their drinks, it's far enough away. That their drinks, even if they hold it at arm's length, cannot hold it over my laptop, my controller. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's something that I've implemented to try to, you know, just to keep that barrier, that little bit of that space to protect my gear because of those spills. A couple of times I've had spills. And you know what? I'd rather have wine spilled on my facade and ruin the whole, you know, the the fabric on it than have that mm-hmm. wine spilled on my, you know, my $2,000 laptop.
0: I hear you there. Oh. Yeah. All right. We And, you know, we can go in any direction you want, whether they're unruly or just holding drinks um but um we'll go to jay now because we typically leave him for last so um
2: i've 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 encountered everything over my career um i've had the unruly that i've had to go up to a client and say i'm gonna be honest with you this guy is getting a little threatening with me oh he's totally fine i said you guys signed a contract and one of the clauses in the contract is, if the DJ is made to feel threatened or if mm-hmm. the gear is put at jeopardy due to intentional or unintentional actions of client or guest, the DJ reserves the right to end the event at any time. I said, I've never had to invoke that clause. I said, but if this guy comes up one more time in a kind of threatening manner, it's either going to go to punches or I'm gonna end your event. So I'll give you, I'll, I'll just tell you, mm-hmm. getting rid of him is probably easier than getting rid of me. So that's when it got really extreme. I had one mm-hmm. incident where a guy went up when I was talking to the bride and groom and changed a song by hitting play on the other deck. He and I got into words and it, you know, I was very respectful, but you know, I made it very well known. And he kind of gave me the, hey, calm down. You're just a DJ thing. and i was younger and i will admit i said to him in no uncertain terms this event ends at four o'clock and i would really love it if you would have this discussion with me after the event outside and i was not happy but i think being tactful (laughs) and diffusing is the best way to go and when i was with san diego pd's crisis team i learned this when Mm -hmm. i was the general manager of a nightclub in san diego i certainly learned this you can talk almost anyone I was able to talk a president of a local motorcycle club who's now doing a life sentence for murder out of a club without swinging touching or anything I think you really need to mm-hmm. make it very well known but you also need to be very alert I see a lot of video of DJs who are so in the zone in the mix that they don't know there's somebody leaning up against their table mm-hmm. you know. and sadly I did a wedding two weeks ago I had a gentleman who was probably 90 who grabbed the connecting piece of my Evolve 50s and grabbed it as in to hold on to and i reached over to his arm with both hands and i said sir i'm terribly sorry this will not hold enough weight for you to lean on it can i help you across the floor what what can i do to get you in out of the situation where you feel the need Mm -hmm. to grab this he goes I'm just old and I'm not steady. I'm like, I will walk you to your table, whatever's needed. But it's the downside of the job. And I agree with Eric. I've got to get a facade for 2022. Mm -hmm. And I want it that it shows what I'm doing. But I want it to elicit that people don't go over your gear. I mean, Brian's got the great event table. The problem with that and a facade and everything else is they at some point can go, hey, can you play my and the drinks doing this routine? You know, when you would I haven't had that understand. issue.
3: I, I, I just let you know. I ever people people tend not to come forward to it because it's twenty four inches deep. It's too far of a throw for them. They'll come beside it before they try to go
2: over. Okay, it. that's mm-hmm. that's a great thing to hear. So maybe that yeah. sort of design is something that would work. Yeah, it's I mean, a good design. This just my experience, mm-hmm. but yeah, they typically you, people don't lean
3: over the front of it. They'll come around it. Yeah, and Eric could probably tell you the yeah. same thing with the facade.
2: Mm-hmm. you you need yeah. to realize something you are performing at the event to help a client have an amazing time if some of their guests and it, it often happens that it's a family member too have had too much alcohol to understand reality well you you have to walk that tightrope but you do have to let the client know that at least with me my contract has a very clear clause that says if the dj is made to feel threatened or if the gear is a jeopardy through intentional or unintentional actions of the client or their guests, the DJ reserves the right to end the event. Howie, why'd okay. you let
0: him go second? Good. Well, good night, that? everybody. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought I thought this was a Tuesday night music show for a minute. I know. Okay. <laughs> what
1: the <hell? laughs> All if right, we're gonna, go to, we're gonna play Aerosmith. What happened? We're
0: gonna go to John, John C from Boston. For How sure. do you handle up in Boston?
1: <gasps> hey
4: hey, we say, hey, what are you doing leaning over that? Um, <laughs> when the facade first went up, what are you doing there? Um, it was it was close to the table, but now with, with some changes made in the design, um, the facade's actually backlit, so that pushes it probably another 24 inches forward. Mm-hmm. So like uh, like uh, BSR started to say, it's, like, it's, it's too far for someone to even yell something at you because you can't hear them. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're forced to come around on either side. So, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's, you know, beforehand when the facade was just there, you got the wine glass and leaning over the top. Now there's there's lights and it's just like they think they see you, but you're still you know a good six feet away from where they can actually Irish whisper something to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times they they come around to the sides. I'd rather someone come up on me from behind than just lean in over the side with a you know a big wide open top glass. You know, it's about protecting the gear. Um, and and those people like you don't want them to fall or to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have the stanchion posts with like those the, the bank uh, ribbons that you can stretch out and clip. So usually I put about a three foot line on either side of me if I'm playing in a in a, mm-hmm. in a pub or a bar or something like that. So they, they just can't come at me and, and just blindside me when I'm looking down. They're not just suddenly in my face. Usually they're coming up from behind me and I get time to to hold them back and, and keep them because you know, problem guests don't just just magically all of a sudden show up as a problem they they kind of work that meter they start off they're a little talkative then they they get a little braver when they've talked to you a few times then you're the best buddy they want to come up and put their arm around you and you know tell you a few more things so you just try to keep it in check and not be surprised pay attention you know keep your eyes open like jay said thank you aware. john
0: Hey, we're going to go to uh, my buddy Bill from uh, Maryland, who also happens to be a paralegal at Dewey Cheatham and Howe and a soothsayer of all things uh, legal, uh, music wise and so forth. So
3: you've got a great haircut this week.
0: Yeah, looking good. I'm digging the haircut.
3: Looking nice. Mm. Looks sharp. Looks sharp. Mm, Looks great.
5: So I'm going to borrow the words of one of the greatest coolers in the bar industry, Dalton who said you have to know when to be nice. When somebody yeah. comes up and makes a request, be nice. When somebody comes up and calls you a jerk for not playing their song, be nice. And at some point, you'll know when not to be nice, and that's because Dalton will tell you. So you have to have your inner Dalton. And cuz well, of course, unfortunately Dalton passed away. Um, but you have to have that inner Dalton to know. And in my opinion, It's just kind of one of those things. Everybody's already brought up the facade. I got a facade last year because of COVID. I'm going to keep using Mm -hmm. it because I figured out that it does provide that kind of shield. It it gives, Mm -hmm. it gives you distance. And in the weddings that I've done with it and other events, just as how he said, or or Brian said, they come around the side. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with people coming around on the side. I'm even okay with people walking through my, you know, behind me or between me if they need to get from one side of the room to the other without passing on the dance floor as long as they're nice (laughs) once -hmm. they're not they're not that's it they're done um my biggest ever situation that occurred at an event um it occurred on a boat and someone went up to that guest and and said you know there's kind of a, a lengthy swim here, and I don't know if you ever heard this or not, but Chesapeake Bay is full of sharks. Not really, but you know, hey, they shut up and they started acting nice.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> and and that was my inner Dalton that said that to that person. But they weren't from the well, so they didn't know any better. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you, Bill. And last but not least, my wingman and co-creator with crazy off-the-wall ideas, Brian
3: S. Red. I think everybody's given some great ideas tonight, and I, mm. I couldn't agree with all of you more. In fact, as I'm kind of thinking of what to say, one by one, you're ticking them off, you know? I know. I was, <laughs> was going to make this big roadhouse thing, you know? You no, know, nope, Bill got it. it's funny though because yeah what i do on a microphone when i'm and jay we've talked about this it's uh very casual and i i kind of sound like you know i don't know like i'm talking now right but but if you don't know me you can't read me but when someone approaches me I turn that nice meter up to like eleven, and I'm really friendly to people. I've been doing this this summer. Hi, how are you? The, like almost taken back because they didn't expect me to be that way, because of my microphone presence. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Hi. Hey, what can I do for you? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll take care of that for you. Thanks for coming up. <laughs> and just like,
1: it's I, don't almost I ever like, say that word?
3: <laughs> it, it, it comes on. It it falls into the category of uh, under promise and over deliver because. Yeah. They're hearing me on the microphone, you know, speaking one way. But then when they actually approach me, I'm like the nicest person they've ever met. It's worked well. It's diffused things that I know maybe might have gotten out of hand later on in the evening. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it like, like Bill said, you know, you know, one to be nice until you're not nice anymore. And going to what Jay had said about somebody touching his gear, I had a situation. That I didn't even tell you guys about. <laughs> One of my first gigs this year, where I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and these people who I'd been very kind to and had been playing a lot of their music from from their they uh, well they belonged to uh, an ethnic group. They were Indian, and they wanted a lot of Bollywood and things. And I was hooking them up. I was being very kind to them. Went to the bathroom, came back. They were behind my booth on my computer looking up songs and I went nuts Mm. and they didn't know what to do. They were just so taken back by it. And I think they were so taken back by it because I was so nice to them before. So it meant more to them that I was not so nice in contrast and I meant what I said, and they didn't get another song the rest of the night because I wasn't going to listen to them. Uh, but yeah, I like that. Be nice until it's time to not be nice anymore. And that, that's right. all you can really do. There's no magic way to tell anybody how to handle stuff. Every situation's different. Helps mm-hmm. you got some street smarts. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of understand people. Some are going to be able to handle it. Some are going to struggle with it. But just do your best out there. That's all you can do. Just try be, to be safe.
2: Be respectful. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing how far it goes. At the, you know, most of the time, that is the
3: key. Just yeah. just be cool. You're mm-hmm. use extra cool to them, and they're they're going to be cool to you. Even if they're out of hand, they're going to be cool to you.
2: But disarm them. I get yeah. I get a yeah. lot in my market. I get a lot of military, and I've had weddings where I will get guys that are like wasted. And you know the first couple requests are nice and then by the third and fourth it's like dude you gotta hook this up and i'll just out of nowhere be like mm-hmm. dude are you military yeah hey man thank you for your service and all of a sudden the whole game changes because they realize like well wait wait no, yeah. i'm supposed to be mad at him because he didn't play some stupid song and i'm like you know what let me plan to get that in a little later on yeah oh oh yeah mm-hmm. man thank thanks again man. i appreciate
3: right. it just be relatable or yeah
2: that's that's yeah. all they they think we're like a we're not people and we're not on a job they think we're just there because we like to party and right you know they don't always understand we're professionals and I think when you can be that they get it a little better well sorry to I've interject only
0: I've only had to invoke this a few times uh as far as um you know, shutting off the music. I mean, when it gets, you know, dangerous where either a, you know, some sort of a altercation breaks out or I feel threatened, I immediately go to this, the very first program I have in, in my lighting house lights, (laughs) everything goes white and the music stops and I have the microphone and, uh, and I, and I just warned them that, hey, you know, if this doesn't stop now, the event's over. You know, it's in the contract. I feel threatened and it's over. I only had to do it two times in my whole life, uh, in my whole career, rather. But um, yeah, everybody else uh, came up with some good stuff. I mean, that five panel facade that we used at Beret uh, at Expo this summer. Mm-hmm. That that actually does force people to come around the side. Yeah, you know, I love that thing. I know that, you know, a while back there was like, oh, facades are out of fashion, but no, they're back. It's, it's a safety they're thing. They're back. Yeah. yeah, and and the event table, that's perfect. It's it's built inside, so they have to go around the
3: talk. It's again. been my experience; they usually come yeah. to the side of it or come around the yeah. back. Yeah, I can't recall anybody leaning yeah. over the front of it really no room to do that with the computer there and such. They'll, they'd rather come around.
2: So, mm-hmm.
0: so uh, can anybody else think of anything, um, you know, uh, relating to someone being a danger
1: to themselves or to others that they would like to add? Go ahead, Eric. So a couple ideas there. Um, and, you know, one beautiful thing about this is that sometimes we all come up with different ideas. Sometimes we're all on the mm-hmm. same wavelength and it's amazing how we are. But for me, I don't want people coming around the side because I have wires run, and I don't mm-hmm. want them coming around the back because my power cord is usually coming from the back. So mm-hmm. I really want them to stay in front of me, but far enough away that they're not going to danger my equipment. So mm-hmm. with that being said, we had a situation a couple of weeks ago where you know, everything is always taped down. We're real meticulous about that myself. The mm-hmm. guys are. But this guy, it's late at night. They had bought the eight-hour package. It's seven and a half hours into the reception. My guy, Scott, is DJing. A guy comes around the corner. He hooks his foot on a light tripod. The tripod starts to fall over. Scott went to grab it, and he pulled something in his arm. He pulled some tendon or something. He has to have an MRI on his arm because it's hurt for five or six weeks now. So, you know, that I, I like the people to stay in front of me. I want them staying in front. And I usually have a mm-hmm. flashlight and I'll just shine it on the ground and say, you know, please don't come back here, too many wires. Um, you know, and I'll just go like mm-hmm. this, like say it louder to me. And that, that's kind of my experience. I, mm-hmm. I want them in front of me, but I don't want them too mm-hmm. close to me. <laughs>
3: you know, right. I, now that I think about it, I think I wave them around. Like yeah. they'll come up if and they'll look at me like, yeah. what do I do? And i come on. And I do try to run all my wires to the wall on one side and I don't use that okay. side.
2: Huh. So that's a great idea
3: yeah so
2: you have the left side to have him come over the yeah. right side is cables yeah
3: yeah I tell scott i have a lawyer too to.
2: by the way eric tell scott i have a lawyer for him we're on it so <laughs> i oh, i yeah, expect like, i you you'll be selling pencils pretty soon down at like spock <laughs> so i'm just saying
1: but scott's like i need a roadie now
2: i'm like oh great you know, <laughs> because he, needs, he can't lift he, he needs it. izzy Itzkowitz from dewey and how poor guy <laughs> a, a really quick funny story i met with a client about eight years ago at their apartment both the both fiance's and we're talking and he said you don't remember me do you and I'm like um no I'm really sorry um where would I remember you from he's like I was a groomsman in a wedding about three years ago I was a drunk okay he goes there was a problem at the end of the night i'm like three years ago i had one wedding that was a real problem child that like i want nothing to ever do with again he goes was it at the sunset room i'm like oh yes he goes that was the (laughs) one i said i'm gonna be completely honest with you um i don't want to upset you guys but i i'm not the right dj for you and i start closing my case and he goes Let me just explain real quick for you guys. The groom's brother got in a fist fight at the end of the night with the bride's uncle. And the groom, the bride's dad, the uncle, and the brother were all handcuffed and arrested and let out of the room. And again, I will stress that this was back. This was a cover job at $100 an hour and that's the kind of clients that were showing up and i said yeah i'm, I'm not comfortable with this guys i'm sorry I'm, I'm the wrong guy for you and he goes no, no no hold on and he reaches into his back pocket and i'm like oh my god is he gonna pull a gun or something like what is this <laughs> and he pulls out his wallet and he opens it up and it's a police badge and i look at it and i'm like huh you're a cop he goes yeah he goes that's why when that whole thing went off I took off because I'd been drinking and I was a rookie at the time on probation and mm-hmm. if I got involved that would have been my career and I'm like mm-hmm. oh he goes my wedding's going to be all cops so I reach into my wallet and I pull out my SDA ID I'm like oh here you go oh okay so I ended up doing his wedding and it was all cops yeah which mm-hmm. if blast. you've ever done a cop or a firefighter wedding they can both get yeah. a little hefty on the cocktails as well but right. they only go so far but it was funny because it was the one wedding in my h- history and career where i just shook my head like did this just happen are they beating the shit out of each other and you know you're the dj so you have the mic and i'm like hey guys stop break it up break it up <laughs> and then after that i'm just like yeah that's all i'm going to say and i started just putting everything away and leaving and the <laughs> right. showed up i was unloading i was loading out of the room when the cops yeah. got there so like do you see anything i'm like I'm just the DJ.
1: Yeah. This a, is a I'm good a topic for another show, howie. This yeah. Is, I, now, I'm sure we've got- I'm going to
2: I'm going to let Brian
0: close this out with some words of wisdom that have been said before that if something does happen there Brian, if we're not what? What well, not- if we're not drinking,
3: right? Well that yes, that's that's a really good point to make. And I know most everyone in this room wouldn't go have a cocktail at an event.
0: Never,
3: never. I don't do it because I have a moral problem with it. I don't do it because I can't perform with alcohol in my system. The reason I don't, well, I don't drink anyway, but I used to, but the reason I don't drink at events or I wasn't drinking at events. And I learned this a long time in the, in the club business, the, um, Gentleman who ran the club kind of gave me the explanation on this. He was nice enough to do that for a young guy who had questions. Why can't I have a beer while I'm playing? He's like, look, if there's an altercation between you and a customer and the cops show up. Yep. If you've both been drinking, they're hauling you both away. Yeah. If Here you go. the customer has been drinking and you haven't, the customer gets hauled away and the police look at you and say, hey, I apologize. Have a good night. And yeah. you continue doing what you're doing. I've presented yeah. this several times. I've mentioned it several times and I get yeah. arguing it. Why would the police show up at a club if there's a problem? Where do you guys play? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> wow. I, I play in like major. I played in like major cities downtown. Yeah. This is not. Yeah. Nah, there, so there's KFC. police presence everywhere. <laughs> it just works that way. I suppose if you live in bug tussle at your bar, it may not happen, but it happens in the city. <laughs>
2: I got to go yes. to this bug tussle at some point. I think there's a burgeoning scene. A whole bunch of DJs tussle. are
3: apparently from bug tussle because they, yeah. they talk like they're from bug tussle. But no, bug tussle. It, it, it's just, it, it just kind of puts you in the clear. No matter yes. what the situation is, if, you have, That's... Uh, uh, if you're have, if you straight, know, you're not intoxicated, they're going to blame the guy who's intoxicated and you're yeah. going to be fine. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why right.
2: Because I mean. he's drunk well, in public, too.
0: Yeah. Thank you for taking us out, Brian, and we hope you enjoyed this. If you have any comments, leave them in the comment section below. And if you have ideas for a topic you would like us to cover, we're open to suggestions. And, and I apologize
3: that, to everybody from Bug Tussle. I'm sorry. I don't hate you. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't we, mean we to just offend don't understand each other <laughs> all the time. That's
2: all. Right next to Petticoat oh, Junction
3: area. <laughs> and Mayberry is in there. Yeah, it's on the <laughs> same
2: train line in Peabody near Hooterville.